Twain. Shoots. No, he couldn't get it off. Now fires it up. Bank it in. It counts. It counts. The Heat win the game. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. So Father Olsen off the line of scrimmage. Newton is chased. Got away from Ninkovic. Dancing. Gets away from Chandler Jones. Setting up space. There goes Cam. Add to the highlight reel that one. Welcome to the Black and Blue Bloodline. My name is Duke, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Fat Man Trey. What's up, Trey? What's up? Um, this week is no different from last week, the week before, the week before that, and pretty much every week this whole season. Panthers lose again. Um, they didn't really look any worse or any better than they did the week before. Uh, once again, this defense play the best they can. As early as possible, this offense does absolutely nothing to show up for it. Um, this week, that was the worst offensive line play I've ever seen in my life. I mean, my God, that was terrible. That I mean, that's the that's the main thing of, of the offense to it. The O line, every every else every other position we got. They are. It's decent. Yeah. The O line. It's terrible. Terrible. We only got one solid piece on that O line, and that's Taylor Moten. And it's hard to say that because he can't do anything when everybody else beside him is complete trash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We need. That's. If we're in the draft, O line. Hell. Mm. Forget. Forget the draft. Free agency needs to be O line. We don't got the money for that. If it ain't if it ain't in uh if it ain't in uh in the draft, it ain't happening. We go we gonna, we gonna make some work. They go, make some work. Look, Matt Rule is the guy who wanted this offensive line. He couldn't make good decisions uh uh this past off season. He not gonna make a good decision yet. He signed Cam Irvin and keeps putting him out there as a starting left tackle, even though he keeps he's pretty much a revolving door. Like anybody can push through him easily. I'm not gonna say that because Cam Cam Cameron Irvin was a good pickup. Maybe about the first he, three games of the season. Huh? Maybe for the first three games of the season. Yeah, he ain't durable, and you know that. If you, if but even that, the he's. Thing. But it's not even that. It's just he's when he. Well, at least this past game I saw him, he was terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he. He. I don't know what to say about Cam. Because at first, he was playing wonderful. Now, I don't know if the rest of the line is just broke up, that he just looked bad, he looked worse. I never yeah. thought he was playing wonderful. I thought he was playing all right. Like, he wasn't well, okay, the biggest. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, know, I never, a lot of people kept saying he was the biggest problem with the offensive line. I never thought that. I always thought it was the middle guys in the middle. But now, or at least this past game and the game before that, he's been one of the biggest problems in the yeah, line. He was. This game was terrible. Mm-hmm. This, but see, we need. 
Yeah, we because we got what we got Matt Paradis who what, another year on his contract. No, I think this year was the last year. Okay, well, so then I mean we got we got. I mean he gonna come off the books. I think they gonna move forward with Pat Eflon at center. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that's money off the books with, and we gave Pat Eflon. I think we got him like six million dollars or something. I don't remember how much. I mean it's, but, it wasn't that much. Yeah. Uh, so, but it's not even that because I mean, yeah, we'll be getting. There are probably a couple pieces on the O line that ain't gonna be back, but we still got to pay Cam Newton ten million. We don't know if they'll bring him back next year or not. Still got to pay Sam Donald eighteen million next year, and I think we still got to pay Teddy Bridgewater for next year too. Yeah, we do, because this is only year two of Teddy Bridgewater's contract. So yeah, we got to pay Teddy Bridgewater. So that's a lot of quarterback money. But I mean, we pay him. Uh, we pay. We already pay him because uh, he got guaranteed. He had a guarantee, so we already pay him the bulk of the contract. They still got to pay him. I mean, it's still, I mean, you might you might have a couple of I say couple of ten might million. That's a lot. That's, That's a, kind. Of, that is kind of a lot because you can uh, get a you can get at least three players with ten million dollars. Even if they, I'm not saying they got they got to be starters, but I'm about to say they're gonna be. Yeah, they, but still, be that's the problem. Like this team has like, certain positions just have no depth, and we could use that depth. So I'm like that money that we have to spend on a guy that's not even, a guy that can barely stay in the league because he keeps getting injured. I mean, all that money is going to him, and now we can't get any more guys in spots that we need them. Like I mean, hold on, I rather have. Uh, I'll take a, a, a more, um, excuse me. I'll take, I'll take a, 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 a player that is going to be a key impact player with more, much of that money than just breaking it up to depth. Because you can, you can sign, uh, a couple of practice, practice squad players from other places or just people that ain't really out there like that. I mean, I'm still wondering why, why nobody ain't picked up, uh, you know, Eric Berry. Like, I'll pick him up. We could use a safety. I mean, like, but I think my thing is with to like the one thing the Panthers have never done is build an offensive line, and that's something the Panthers need to do. But you have to put a lot of money into that, and they're not going to be able to build an offensive line if they ain't got no money. And then you also have to. I mean, like you gotta pay some guys. Like you get if a free agent comes becomes available, yeah, you gotta pay them. But you're also gonna need to draft some players like Brady yeah. Christian and Deontay Brown. Those two offensive linemen you chose, you need to play them. And next in the I upcoming mean, draft, you gotta you need to uh, draft some offensive linemen and let them play. That's the only way they can get better. And if they're completely terrible, then get rid of them and try again. But when you don't play him at all, then you don't know what you have at offense, offensive line now, and you yeah. still look completely terrible because you keep trotting out the same guys over and over again who have been terrible since day one. Yeah, uh, I think the the main thing who we need, I mean, is what we need is another is a left tackle. That's the main problem, main priority, you know, and. I, I say move Cam in to guard. Maybe that'll be better for him instead of being out there on the edge. Um, but I think that'll that'll make it better and leave F line at center. 
and get a right guard. Well, Christian, let him see what he can do. No, Christensen needs to be playing left tackle. You think so? Yes. Like even Christian Barry Christensen himself has said he's never played guard. He's okay. always been a left tackle. That bull crap that Matt Rule keep giving us about him him having short arms. He said he got short arms. Yeah, like he, the reason he won't play him at left tackle is because his arms aren't long enough. It's a bunch of crap. Jordan Gross, he also had the same problem, but he's one of the greatest left tackles in Panthers history. Yeah. Well, actually, he is the greatest left tackle in Panthers history. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody cares about those short arms. Put him on, put him in at left tackle. The one time that we put him in at left tackle, that was the best game he had and this offensive line had. Well, yeah, put him in left tackle then. And move, I guess move Christian in. I, mean, I want Deontay Brown at guard, though. Like, he might not be great on uh, passing plays, but at least I know in the run game we'll have some big dude we can just bully whoever. Yeah. I mean, well, then if that's the case, then we, we just need to find another guard. If you feel like they, you feel like Deontay Brown is good. I, I, mean, oh, I, I don't know that because I, mean, I ain't seen a play. I'm just saying he's I mean, big, yeah. so that is just not going to be some easy piece for a defensive lineman to just push back. Yeah. So I'm like, at least that's like a little placeholder until you can find a guard who can be consistent for you on both run in, in the run game and pass game. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we the the old line is just terrible. Regardless, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think this is this week was the worst O line play I ever seen. I and I've been I've been watching football at least paying a whole bunch of attention to it since 2015. And the Panthers have never had a good offensive line, so I've seen a lot of bad offensive line. I've never seen an offensive line play this bad before. Yeah. I mean, I swear every single play it felt like half a second at. At, into Cam's drop back, there was three defenders in his face. Yeah, every time. Every time. Every time. Only play. I I I think I can only remember one play where Cam actually had time to throw the football, and that was when he threw that two point conversion to DJ. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, this offensive line was just completely terrible for the whole game. For the whole game. Uh, um, and then you know, I don't know if it was me or, and then I didn't like the play calling either. Yeah, Jeff Nixon disappointed me this week. Yeah, last week he impressed me a little bit because it it felt like he fit. It felt like he figured out a way to get the offense moving, but this week I don't know. Like it, I guess this is my problem with him. Like when something is working. He'll do it once, but then right after that, he'll stop doing that. He'll go back to running pretty much the same exact offense that Joe Brady was running and continuously running the plays. And even the commentator said it, like, you got to switch up the your play calling a little bit. Like, you keep running these zone, uh, zone runs or, like, I mean, come on. Like, you were just running straight up the middle. Yeah. Both Amir Abdullah and uh, uh, Chuba Hubbard. Both of them had two good outside runs in that game, and I, I think those are only two times they ran it. If they ran it more, I don't really remember it. But, I mean, for the majority of the game, the majority of the run plays, it's the same plays or same type of runs. Switch it up a little bit. I mean, you have a quarterback who can run the ball really well, 
why you're not running it with him on fourth and one and throwing a screen pass, I don't know. doesn't make sense to me. But change up the way you run the football. Change up the way you throw the football because when you keep running the same routes every single time and not even trying to throw it deep and test their defense and make them honest or keep them honest, I mean, it's easy for them all because all they know is just stack up the box because they're not going to try to throw it downfield. So just stack up the box, stop the run, stop these short passes. Game is easy. Game is ours. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, he joined the team of the of the rest of the coaches. Uh, you know, like I said, they they. I don't know what they what they promised. The RPO is be working all the time. They stopped doing it. And I ain't even saying like run RPOs every single no, play. No, not every play, but, but I mean. You can do RPOs or bootlegs, play action plays. Like, it's it, we don't often see it. Yeah, it's like it's it's just it's just simple plays all the time. And I'm like, there's nothing. To, I'm like you, I think maybe they call it they call it two type two misdirection type plays on Sunday, but still it's rare that they do stuff like that. I haven't. I'm like, and you don't even have to run exactly in the rounds with Robbie all the time. But I'm like. No I mean, just mix up your play call. I, I just don't understand why you continuously do the same thing over and over again that will not work. Being accountable and then keep saying it's execution. But no, it's not execution. I, These teams I, I just know you. what you're doing. Yeah, at some point, it will come. What do you same. think? Because I feel like right. he's coming back next year regardless. Because um, I don't, I don't, I don't David Tepper's an idiot, I guess. I don't know. But I feel like he's going to let him stay. So, what would it take next year for you to decide that Matt Rule every coach is deserves not, another every another year? What would have to happen next year? And, and I think it's about time for us to realize that Matt Rule is one of those coaches. I don't even really want to get into because I, I feel like that's cheap. That's not. I don't. That's, I don't think that's a high enough price. And listen, I'm I'm saying I'm starting off with ten wins, but my ultimate goal is I want playoffs. It's still too cheap for me. What you, you at, he got Super Bowl a, run. He got to win a Super Bowl. No, you don't have to win it, but a Super Bowl run. <laughs> Even if you don't get there, just get close to it. Make people think, oh yeah, they were definitely a Super Bowl team. Because honestly, like this year, I was not expecting a, um, a playoff team. I was expecting five to eight wins, maybe nine, and just end up missing the playoffs because some other team I was able to get in. And. Only thing I really cared about was to see the team progress. Like, just look better than they did last year. This year, they look worse. So, I'm like, and Matt Rule refuses to acknowledge it. And he he's acting like it is better. So, what I expect next year, since, what he, since he thinks what he's doing is working, and since, I guess to him, he's, since he's it's working so, since, yeah, since it's working so much, what I expect is a Super Bowl run. So, you said 10 wins, I need 12 or more, 12 or more. And then I expect you to get to the NFC Championship game. At least the NFC Championship. Yeah, at least in it. And don't get blown out in it. You better come real close because if you see, don't, the, you see, if if he doesn't do, if he, if he does anything less than 12 wins in an NFC Championship game, I'm on board of getting rid of him. Okay. Because at this point, I, like. I, I, this I is ridiculous. That I second that motion. Yeah. I'll take that one. Like some people talking about playoff, like if Panthers get to the playoffs, oh yeah, that'll say no. That's not enough. Yeah. Ten wins not enough. A winning record, I don't even if it's about one game, a winning record is not enough. I need this team to be perfect next year. Because apparently, I mean this year, it feels like they're calling us crazy and we don't know what we talking about. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, we know what we see on the field. I mean, honestly, it does not look any better. It looks way worse than it did last year. And we have, on paper, this team is way better than last year's team. Yeah. But right. from the yeah. eye test, I feel like last year's team would beat the brakes off of this year's team. Mm. I don't know. It, it's mainly because of coaching, though. That's why. Yeah. I mean, see, my problem is definitely with, with – with, I definitely – you know, I've been saying I ain't like Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's – he's not – he he's, he's part of the problem. But I feel like what we need is just – like I, I I'm 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 always getting rid of him, but if you ain't gonna do it this year, then they might as well just let him go ahead and do at least the next two. Because I want some stability, but I don't want to be stability stuck in in sorry mode either. Right. So at least my thing, like I want, I want the team to be competitive. Be competitive. Be in every game. It should be. I shouldn't be. By by halftime, I'm I'm like, oh shit, I'm over this. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be feeling like and that. Even in close games, like yeah, there's been times where like it was Dallas game, we were actually up by uh, halftime, and I still did not believe that we were going to win that game. No, at I had, at that point, I was thinking, yo, Dallas is about to beat the crap out of us. Yeah, we just we kept making we we was making enough mistakes to stay out of it, stay in, ahead of the, ahead of the break. I right. mean, we was making not making enough mistakes. What's the, what? We was making I was making just enough mistakes to stay in line with until that moment when we stopped we made too many mistakes when we was mm-hmm. we was fucked up all, already. I mean excuse And another thing is like you talk about mistakes, I mean it just it just keeps happening. Like well coached teams don't keep making and the mistakes, same mistakes. Like week in, week out, I swear there's a penalty because there's a what do you uh uh a penalty for twelve men on the field. Uh, uh, delay a game. Yeah. And you and that, that twelve man on the field is that that play was so was BS because they made a substitution. He was supposed to have to get they're supposed to get him time to get out the field. But still, I mean, you probably right about that. But my thing about that because at that point, Buffalo was in a hurry up offense. They yeah. were trying to run a play. Yeah. I'm like. You realize they're in a hurry up offense. What are you making? Yeah. What are you switching out players for? Yeah. If it's just one player, I understand that. But you're, you switching out defensive linemen. Oh, you said to hurry up. Yeah, like Buffalo was yeah, in a hurry up offense at that point. And he's running slow as crap. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, at this point, don't change out any players because they're in hurry up offense. Just call a play yeah. and just get make sure they make the stop because. Unless you only wait, only reason you need to be making substitutions yeah. if the other team is in a hurry up offense is if you call a timeout yeah. and you didn't call a timeout. So, yeah. what are you making substitutions for? Just run supposed, a play. And see, that's my that's my problem too with him is he plays he he he. So you know, college is predicated on the big play. Mm-hmm. Everything's on the big play, and that's what he what I think he predicates his thing on is he going to make the big play every play. No, this is the NFL. You I've know, seen it's the person that it's a chess game in the NFL. You know, in the NFL, is you know you might do, you might say it like when you play, just like when you play Madden. Well, I play Madden. You might do something three plays earlier just to set up for something in four plays down the line or later on down to the later quarter or something. No, that's playing chess. 
Matt Rule don't play chess. He played he play, checkers. He play checkers. Mm-hmm. You know, he think he's he think it's all about he's the big play. He's trying to do two, three hops. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a king king me. You know, mm-hmm. hopping around. No, you know, you got to get it together. I don't. But you know, I like that you say that because, and I think of I think this is a perfect example. Like, and I was about to say it earlier. I've seen plenty of teams make big plays in games before, but still lose the game. And one example is 2016 when the Panthers played the Raiders. We had a bunch of big plays, and I mean, uh, uh, Thomas Davis with a nice pick. Uh, Cam Newton threw a beautiful long, I think it was like 66-yard touchdown to Ted Ginn. Jonathan Stewart had a 44-yard run, and that what he threw a, a, a I think was I'm not sure how long it was, but he threw a long touchdown to Kelvin Benjamin. Like we had plenty of big plays in that game, but we still lost the game. Mm-hmm. Because the Raiders controlled most of the game, yeah. they didn't have to have a whole bunch of big plays. No. No. And that's my thing. Like, like I said, back to playing chess. Like, you just gotta everything is strategic. Yeah, like you get. For one, I'm gonna tell you the thing that I hate about. I know I'm not always an on time guy, but what I hate about Matt Rule is he do not know how to do time management. Oh, he's so terrible at it. That is, <laughs> I don't know. I coach, I coach, I coach little league football, and I know how to work the clock. And I know I'm pretty sure my rules, our rules, is more hectic than them. Uh, you know, we run the clock all the time, but he don't pay attention to the clock. He used time at the wrong time. The worst time. Like. When he used the timeout this time, I was like, was it was it right before the two minute warning? I'm not, I know one he used right before that uh, fourth and one play. He used the timeout yeah. there. I'm like, where are you running the timeout for? Just call a play. Well, yeah, like there's no need to run a time to get call a timeout right here. Call a play, get the first down. Don't get our defense time to set up and adjust to what we're doing. Yeah, you and then don't make a stupid play call like a screen pass on fourth. Like, I don't maybe I don't know as much about football as I think I do, but I know if I was a coach and I'm throwing the ball on a fourth on or on any down like that where I need to get a first down, I'm not throwing behind the sticks. I'm throwing either at it or in front or past the sticks. Yeah. You don't throw behind the sticks. That's dumb. That's how you lose yardage and then you don't get the first down. Yeah. You either pass it past the sticks, at the sticks, or run the ball yeah. on a fourth and one, and you, you decide to throw a screen pass. That was, and on that play, yeah, he did say there was terrible execution. He said Cam Newton should have handed off. That wasn't where the terrible execution was. The terrible execution was from that receiver who gave very little Zilcher. effort to block. Zilcher didn't touch nobody. Right. And dude was nobody. in Robbie Anderson's face. If Cam Newton had threw that ball directly to Robbie Anderson, yep. that's a pick six and yeah. going to the house. Yeah. I mean, and then yeah. there's another safety, number 24, Going unblocked, so if he came, Cam Newton had ran it all, ran a head-handed ball off. The ball is getting, he's getting stuffed in the backfield. Yeah. So I'm like, the yeah. poor execution wasn't from the quarterback; it was from your offensive line and that receiver who chose not to block anybody. Yeah. Yeah. See the person. They, that's, yeah, I can't. I just can't deal with my rules. I know. It's like, like I, I understand like everything on the field that we see on the field from our players. No, it's not perfect. But I'm like, all everything that we're seeing that's not perfect, a lot of that stuff goes back to coaching. That's stuff that can be coached up. Yeah. Like penalties. Yeah. Like one thing, I, 
it's one thing I know was Ron Rivera. I maybe I, you. Well, no, yeah. One thing I know with Ron Rivera is penalties was never the biggest problem with the team. I remember one year I was watching. I forgot what year it was. But I remember the saying, like, the Panthers were the least penalized team in the league. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that, but that's really cool. And I'm like, that's a great that's a great job by uh, Ron Rivera. Yeah. He's doing a great job with coaching. Yes, you, you let him go. So, yeah, Foolishness. I, I don't understand it. Foolishness. To bring in a college coach that can't manage the game, it just, you know, I ain't going to beat that dead horse. I said mm-hmm. it. You said it enough. You said it. At this, I, I, honestly, at this point, I really don't know what else to talk about because I swear it feels like we're talking about the same thing every week, week, week in, week out. By this time, because this is terrible. It's, it's, it's unbelievable that he that they he still got a job. Like, like once again, I thought the Tuesday game he was gone. He was supposed to be gone. Right. Look once again, Tuesday night, nine forty one p.m., twelve twenty one, twenty twenty one. Matt Rule still has a job somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. It don't make a lick of sense. <laughs> but I just, I, I think, I, I, I want to say that, the you know, the coaching is terrible. You know, the line is terrible. I just don't know. Like, like I said, Brady be a coward. He gonna build. He he'll build a better a better work ethic and and make the team will really play for him. Look, I don't know who Bill Cowher is, but I just want them to yeah, like you said, team that'll play for him. Somebody that's gonna at least he'll have a disciplined school. team yeah. that's gonna go out there and look like they know what they're doing. Like one thing I hate so much about when I watch other teams play is like I was watching Green Bay's game the other day and Aaron Rodgers. And their receivers are just connecting. It's so it looked like it just every time they get a get a gain, a, uh, any type of gain, it looks so easy for them. But every single play that the Panthers gain yards on, it's it it, it looks like it was so hard for them. Like it's like, oh my gosh, that was the hardest thing I ever had to do. But Ooh. I did it. But yeah. dang, but I mean everybody else though, it looks like it's so easy to gain yards. Why I don't understand why it's so hard. One of the like, main reasons is they line holds holds back the defenders. Our line just, they just poke holes in them, just run through them and have Cam over there. Cam is a better quarterback than what people give him credit for. If you can see, if he can get behind a line, like the 2015 line, even though that wasn't even the best line we done had. Mm -hmm. But the 2015 line was was uh He made pretty much half of that whole line. He made them pro bowlers just because of how good he was able to play behind them. Yeah. So they just they just let you know how that we just need we just need a better line. The man just I just when I just sit there and watch the line, I just think about mm-hmm. how terrible they played. Like like all, all these batted balls, those are so annoying. Like why are you again? That's coaching again. Like why are you not telling them what to do to keep that from happening? Like people want to talk about Cam Newton is six five. There should be no batted balls. These other guys on defense are just as big as he is. Yeah. Like this, you need to blame these offensive linemen for these the bad balls for keep allowing them to jump two. up there. Yeah, like right. Like, like they just keep allowing them to jump over them. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like it you said, punch them in the gut. Yeah. 
You gotta hit. You gotta make them put them arms down. Cause you, like you said, if they hit them, if they hit them in the gut, they're not gonna do that again. No, that's I, I play O line long enough to know. You know, even though I hated O line. I play. I like D line, but I hated O line long enough and played it long enough to know. You don't keep you hit them. You hit them in the gut to keep them arms down. Mm-hmm. You do it longer. You do it a couple of times. They gonna they eventually get the get the uh, point. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna keep raising my arms and leaving my chest open, or my gut open. Like, right. That's 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 old. That's old school old line. Like that's that's something they teach you early in old when you start playing old line. Like, because if you keep, if you keep getting bad at balls, eventually them, them tip balls gonna turn into pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them already have. Yeah. Like. Like I said, Cam is Cam is better than what mm. people give him credit for. Now, my only thing with Cam, at least at this point, is and I'm not saying he's bad. Mm. He's not, I just know that from the way it looks, from the way he plays, he's not the same Cam he used to be, mm-hmm. and that's clearly obvious. I think with passing the ball, like the, the that play he missed, well, he didn't miss DJ Moore. He got the ball to him, but the problem is when Cam throws the ball now. He doesn't throw a bullet, a tight bullet like he used to. Like the ball hangs in the air for a long yeah, time. He, I think, because I think he try to slow himself down to make the play more so to make the throw. I don't know. Maybe that's it. But I, I just think his arm, his arm is not. The, I think his arm is fine. Like he can get the ball there. Yeah. Like I feel like he can throw anywhere on the field. I just think he can't throw a bullet the same way he used to. No, I think he can still throw. I just think that he more so is be trying to make the play. Be looking at the play aspect of it. Okay, I gotta get it there. Like, I gotta just get it there. Not let me get it there on it with a zipping pass. You know. So Maybe. that's I think how he be looking at it too. Because if you look at it, everybody always criticize. You know his pass and his accuracy. There's, a lot of it's not really that bad. No, it's not. Majority of the time, the area. At, least, at least I know with this game and the last game, majority of the time on his incompletions, the receivers either dropped the ball or he was getting hit. Yeah. And, then and he, that right there, too, is... Like, with defenders in your face flag? like that, it's not where's easy to throw, football, throw the football like that. Yeah. I need to know what these flags are. All right. Because Cam is still a quarterback. You can't keep on letting him get killed because he's 6'5", 240. Right. You can't keep letting him get killed out there. I forgot who hit him. I think it was F.A.O. Bottom who got a sack on him. Yeah, he got two week. of them on him. Yeah, but that first one, that when he hit Cam, I'm like, dang. I mean, Cam is big, but that looked like that hurt. Yeah. And my thing is, you know, I understand it's football, but uh, FMA, my God, you was here. You was here in Charlotte. You should show more respect. You got released for a reason. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't, it wasn't like you. I mean, but I liked you. I really did like the, the Britain guy. Yeah, he was cool. I liked him. Uh, but, yeah, man, you, you can't be hitting Cam like that. You should show more respect. Because mm-hmm. you was here with Cam. It wasn't like you wasn't here with Cam. You was here in the same year. Years. But, yeah, man, they got to quit letting Cam get hit like that. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, it was so many plays. I was sitting there like, like, like y'all gonna let him them just kill Cam right. before y'all throw the flag? Like, like that Cam gives me the same, the same uh, sense of, of uh, what's the word? 
looking for the same sense of uh, uh, upsetness I get with with when LeBron go to the rack, go to the hole. He gets fouled every play, but they never call it because he's six. Because he's sixty, he's six nine, two hundred sixty pounds. But that's the same reason with Cam. He's six five. He's the bigger quarterback of the. So they don't say nothing. But let that be like Tom Brady take the hits that Cam be taking. That's a ninety nine yard penalty. <laughs> every time, every time, every time. I mean, you gotta show some type of like. And my thing is. And the refs, like, they see it happen, too, and they just... Turn a blind eye every time. Oh, oh, no, nah, that was just... That was just... That was all in the same play. That was all in the in the play of, of the sport of play. No, no, that dude took three steps and hit Cam. <laughs> the ball wobbled, and you just called. You said, oh, incomplete. But Cam was killed. Right. But then I can then go call him for it. Call, nah. call it for yeah, but I mean, you know, they gonna always say Cam is, you know, he's just the regular player. Yeah. But even with that said, we still can't even say that penalties, or no. at least penalties not called for us, are the reason we can't win. No, we just can't win because terrible we coaching. Can't, we, terrible can't win. <laughs> we can't win. No. We can't win. We got. We ain't got the right preparation. No. You know. They don't look like they know what they're doing out there. They don't even majority of the time they don't really look like they're trying. Uh, proper preparation prevents. Piss poor performance. Mm-hmm. And we, I do. We, we, we I, I want to see what they. Right I, I really want to see what they're doing. Yeah, I need to like, see what, what practice, do you do like, during practice. What are you doing during the week? Let me get a let me get a media pass. Let me get let me get there. Come in there and see what y'all do. Let me see a good practice. Not like go out and be like, hey, listen. Well, I can't say nothing. I seen the practices. Practice was looking good out there. But I go out there and I see the piss poor bullshit y'all been doing. I'm going to call it out on the sideline right out there. Hey, listen, mm. that's why y'all look good. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Mr. David Tepper, come on. Matter bring me in as a consultant. Might Let me well. tell you. Let me tell you what's going on. This one, you can bring just about anybody. I'm pretty sure anybody would be better than what we're getting there right yeah. now. Yeah. It's terrible. Matt Rule, I, 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 you know, I hate to say I never liked him. As a coach from, I mean, as a coach coming to the NFL, Baylor, Temple, I understand you solidified yourself there. Those organizations, those are colleges. Mm-hmm. It's different to play. It's different to coach college and then to coach grown men. Right. And I will say I did like Matt Rule at first, like even last year. And I know you were ready to get rid of him, but I was willing to give him another chance. But this year, I mean, like, I mean, again, it's just bad decision after bad decision. You're not making any good decisions, and then when you do make the bad decision, you throw everybody else under the bus. Like you, I wasn't a big fan of Joe Brady, but you definitely used him as a scapegoat. Yeah. Like you just wanted to take the pressure off of you. Yeah. Well, see, my thing is, is okay. You you let you say Joe Brady was the problem. Uh. Uh. You said Joe Brady was the problem. The year before that, it was Teddy Bridgewater was the problem. Mm-hmm. When you first came in, though, Cam was the problem while the team was losing. So, but for some reason, you've getting rid of you've gotten rid of all these problems, <laughs> and then you brought one back apparently. Yeah. And this offense, one of the biggest problems with this offense, red zone uh, red zone production. 
Still can't score in the red zone. Yeah. And you can't and you the play call in the red zone kills me every time. Just do you not know do you not do you not realize that you before you got a running quarterback? Right. For two At this point he should have ten touched rushing touchdowns. Just tell her, Cam, drop your shoulder. O line or, or be smart and you use your quarterback the best like you make run plays that best suit your quarterback. Like no like I didn't like North Turner, but he one thing I can't say, he, he ran plays that best suited Cam. Yeah. And that's why twenty eighteen was the probably Cam's second best year mm-hmm. before he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean because I mean, they one thing though. I know one play that they loved really. They really loved to run that bootleg. I'm like, why don't we use that anymore? Run a bootleg, send DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson on a crossing route, give him an option to get rid of it, or go run for the first down himself. Cam had Cam had a lot of touchdowns off that bootleg when when Nora when Nora was running down. I mean, that's one of the reasons. That was one of the uh, Cam and Greg Olson's best plays. Yeah, Yeah, because Greg was gonna come open Mm -hmm. there and cross the middle. You know, That's gonna, why I wish Darren Arnold down. was still with us because he he would have been the athletic tight end that we could have used for the plays like that. Yeah. He would have been a great red zone threat. Yeah, but you gave him up for C.J. Henderson, who is not looking so good. I mean, C.J. C. I ain't gonna say C.J. ain't not looking good. The problem is, is that once they don't play so much, once the offense then just gave the ball back over. No, no, C.J. Henderson, he was looking bad early in the game. The, the early yeah. this game and last game there. You didn't really see much of him this uh, game, but I just remember seeing one play where he got beat, and I'm not sure if it was a touchdown or not. But I just remember getting beat. I know, I know, Stephon got beat for a touchdown. That was one time. Though. Yeah, I feel okay. like that was the same situation early in the year when you said uh, when J.C. Horn got caught, uh, got beat for a touchdown. You said a better pass, a beat better coverage any day, yeah. and I feel like that was the same situation. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore had the opportunity to yeah, deflect he, it. He just was. It was beat, like you said. Like, I, I feel like it was a great pass, a great route yeah. by the uh, quarterback and receiver. Yeah. Like, Stefan Gilmore did his job even after that play. Like you didn't really see Stefan Diggs do too much else. Yeah. If he would have ran through, the, if he would have ran through that play, they would have definitely caught him for mm-hmm. pass interference. Because he, because he had the ball, he was right there. He was right there on the play. But I just felt like that was the only play. That was the only play, like you said, that was the only play you seen Stefan make the rest of the game. But I you just gotta get it together. I like I like CJ though. CJ is gonna come around him. I think I I don't know who's gonna be the odd man out. It's gonna be two odd men it's out. It's either him or Dante. I feel like it's gonna be Dante. I'm I'm talking about with boy. Uh, with, it's not even gonna be. It's gonna be between him and uh, AJ Boye. I feel like it's gonna be Dante still. Yeah, I mean I think both of them gonna be gone. With JC Horn coming back, you got JC Horn, CJ, and uh. You start J.C. Horn and uh, uh, Stephon yeah. Gilmore as your two corners. Make J.C. Horn your number one. A.J. Boye is a really good uh, nickel yeah. nickel yeah. corner, and I feel like they can just switch up. C.J. Uh, Henderson, he, he can pretty much switch him up, play him anywhere, wherever you want on the field. Like if, Whenever one of those guys need a break, take them out, put C.J. Henderson in. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. But I th- uh, and we we should just go ahead and keep Dante in. Like I said, put I mean, him yeah, back I want to keep Dante too. Like, put him back there safe. Because I don't hate Dante. I just don't feel like he's he's he looks the way he the reason he looks the way he do he does right now 
is because he is not a number one corner. And that was the problem with him last yeah. year and the years before that. He should not have been our number one corner. Yeah. And because J.C. Horn got hurt this year and they, for some reason, they refused to play Stephon Gilmore, he has had to be our number one corner. And yeah. it, he started to look bad for it. And I'm like, I understand everybody want a shutdown corner, but it's not him. So I'm like, our shutdown corner for some – well, we got two shutdown corners. One of them's on the bench for some reason. The other one is unfortunately injured. So yeah. you're expecting yeah, too much of Dante Jackson. So I'm like, I like Dante. I want to keep him because he can still make some he, – he's a guy who can make a big play for you. Yeah. I just – I don't know, man. I I want, like I said, put him back at safety. I think that'll be the best thing that suits him. And put, you know, go ahead and cut Jermaine Carter Jr. this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Can't believe Jeremy Chin made a play. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't be- hey, I'm going to tell you. When he made the play, I started to call you and say, the best damn defensive play he's ever made. <laughs> it is. Because all- it was a great pick, too. I can't lie about it. It was I've a great pick. I've never seen him make that. Make, that was the best coverage he ever did. Mm-hmm. Best coverage ever. Any other time he's getting beat. But that play, I said, oh, he, <laughs> he undercut that purpose. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I was about to call you. I said, no. He watched the game. I'm not going to say nothing. Because I knew, I just knew, I knew the BS was coming. Yep. I knew it was coming. It was something coming down the pipe every time. I think that after that interception, I think that was the first time this offense has scored. Off of a turnover, because mm-hmm. I think that's when Cam got had got the rushing touchdown. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the first time since then. Yeah, so yeah, so man, I mean, our biggest problem is is the O line, but also I want them to. I mean, if Matt Rule is going to the nine times ten, that means Phil Snow and them going to. So if we're gonna bring somebody else in, just bring somebody in that they can that they can configure this defense correctly, because we got for one we got two pass rushes on the edges that be going one hundred and ten percent every time. Mm-hmm. I watch them every game and I be like, they just can't get home because the middle of the field, the middle no, they get it's no so pressure weak. in the middle. Middle field is so weak. And, and, and Jermaine Carter is not doing nothing, standing back there watching. It's just Getting all. Going off the ball every time. Yeah. Just, it's just terrible. The whole middle of the field just looked terrible. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Shaq Thompson has de- disappeared again. Well, I'm going to tell you, he has disappeared. At but least in these last time, two games, he has. Yeah, I, I was going to say just these last two games. But I feel like it's because he's doing so much work. When he takes a, a, a when when he takes a step back, it looks like he disappeared, but he still be in there doing a lot of stuff. Now, when Jermaine Carter when he steps and does a couple plays, it's like oh shit, he did play, he did a lot of play, he did something. But for the most part, you don't never see him ever, ever. And it's if you more, do, like I said last week, he's just around the ball. He's never really the one making the play. No, no, no. I think. Uh, I think we should. I, I like I said. I, every time I say this, I'm glad we got J.C. Horn. We should have got Michael Parsons. We should have drafted Michael Parsons. But, but, but let me take that back. Cause thank God we got. I'm glad we got J.C. 
I mean, we should have like, kept Denzel Perryman. Yeah. That's what yeah. we should have did. We should have kept Denzel Perryman. Because now they're also having to pay him this year. And he like you're paying a guy to be a top five linebacker in tackles, and he's not even on your team. Mm-hmm. Another bad coaching decision. Well, actually, that's front office. But... No, it's still part of coaching, too. Because coach, coach is still – like I don't think the front office has complete control over the – over the roster, the coaches have some level of, of control. I mean, he has some level, but for the most part, the front office makes the the final call as far as who getting cut and who getting uh, because they got they making the books. I mean, but still, I mean, the coaches still had a part in it. They still had, and I feel like these coaches are still wanting to get rid of him after making a bad decision. And I mean, you should have yeah, signed. You shouldn't have signed him in the first place. Yeah, because you that was what less than two, like less than a month later, you saw you traded him away. All right. I'm pretty sure he probably had got him a house here. So mm-hmm. he's like, he, I'm gonna be here for the week, for at least a year. And then you just ship him all and all. I would have been kind of upset if I was him. But yeah, I think. Uh, I think we need to get another linebacker, for sure. That's for, yeah. for, for dang sure we need to get another linebacker. Uh, we if we're not gonna put Dante in free safety, we need a new free safety. Uh, I just I want them to sign a veteran at safety though. Yeah, I say like like I said, Eric Berry's still out there. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I mean, he's been out of football about two years now though. But he, I mean, I think he can come back in and be. Productive game ain't like it was back when he was playing, you know, ten by what? What's about? Yeah, I'm trying to think how many years he was in there. But everybody ain't been playing that year long, so I think he can do some damage. Being well, you know, DJ Swearinger, mm-hmm. like I've been saying, bring him in. You know, they let, uh, what's the boy, I, what's the other dude I said, uh, Malik Hooper. Oh, yeah. He played for, uh, Titans. I think it's the Titans he played for now. Mm-hmm. He got picked up by somebody. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, still, I, I, I still don't feel like the person personnel at least is the biggest problems, but there are a couple spots they need to fix. Hopefully, they will fix them, but I mean, at this point, I'm expecting to be disappointed, so I won't actually be disappointed when it happens. So, you got anything else? I mean. No, I still want my refund. Yeah, of course. I, I still, want still mad refund. about that Falcons game. We paid, we paid, we paid extra for those tickets because we thought y'all was, y'all was. I mean, we. I'm just saying, y'all put the extra price on the tickets, and then the game, week of the game, y'all drop the tickets back down. Right. Like we should get a, we should get refunded at least sixty plus. They even dropped the uh, tickets for the Tampa Bay game. Mm. That's crazy. We should, I mean, we uh, we should get a refund. And then, also, they didn't play Cam. They didn't play Cam his whole stunt stint while I was there. Y'all going to let him play the whole stint while y'all in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But not when y'all at home. 
Tell me how that works. Y'all bring in PJ Walker, let him stink up the joint a little bit. Throw a couple interceptions. Yeah, and then, then put Cam back in there for a second, then take him back out. I don't know, man. The coaching staff, every every week it disappoints me. It just disappoints me. That'll do it for the Black and Blue Bloodline. My name is Duke. I'm Fat Man Trey. Um, follow us on Instagram. Leave a uh, rating. You can now leave a rating on Spotify and also on um, Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday. All right.